Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide episode 351. Thank you for listening and downloading. Great to have your company once again. Welcome to, to our first time listeners and we hope we turn you into regular listeners. My name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. This week, more 5G news and another 5G device from Oppo. Tesla has opened up its orders for the Model 3 in Australia and JCar Electronics has launched a new concept store. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to check out the Bose Frames. These are the sunglasses with built-in earphones. The products that can make your Google smart speakers cord-free. And Apple has launched its most powerful iPod Touch ever. And we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected. And Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, the 5G story continues, and this week we're going to be talking about yet another 5G device that's been launched on the Telstra network, not the Tesla network, we're talking about Tesla later, the Telstra network. Oppo has launched the Reno. This is its first 5G device, uh, and there was a speed test performed. We'll get to that in a moment. But this follows the launches of the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G It also follows the HTC 5G hub launch, all on the Telstra network as well, by the way. And finally, the the third entrant into the 5G space is Oppo with their Reno 5G. This is a really nice-looking device too. It's got a 6.6-inch display, OLED display, and it has a camera, triple camera system on the back, but it also has a unique front camera system as well. It's got a little pivot camera. So when you're first looking at the device, there's no notch, no teardrop shape, nothing. There's no cameras to be seen. So you're getting almost the entire front face of the device is covered by the display. So that gives it a 93.1% screen to body ratio. The chin of the vo- the device is just 3.5 millimeters. So the very bottom of the of the product from the edge of the screen, there's only 3.5 millimeters and then the rest of the screen is virtually edge to edge and virtually at the top of the device. So if you want to take a selfie, the pivot camera lifts out of the top of the product. So a little little hinge that pops out and you'll see that selfie camera appear. It appears in 0.8 seconds. So you it's, it doesn't take long at all. And then when you're finished, it just pops back there and you've got that beautiful full 6.6-inch display to look at again. 
And, of course, this has all the bells and whistles on board. It's got a Qualcomm Snapdragon 855 processor, a generous 8 gigabytes of RAM, and 250 gig internal storage as well. Uh, It is, of course, a... 5G device and works so far only on the Telstra network. It's We're going to see it on other networks, as we are with those other devices. The, the other networks just haven't launched their 5G. Uh, the telcos haven't launched their 5G network just yet. So Telstra first out of the blocks. But when it comes to 5G... Now, uh, they, they, of course, they did a speed test. There was a lot of journalists gathered for this launch, and we were witness to the fastest speed test, our 5G speed test, that we'd seen in the space of a few days. You cast your mind back the last week, we were talking about Samsung's S10 5G, it recording a speed of about 1.2 gigabits per second. Well, the Oppo actually beat that, it, it it right in front of us. It reached one point nine four two gigabits per second. You'll see my story on Tech Guide, an actual uh, picture of the screen test that was uh, put up on the television for us for us all to see live. So that's nearly cracking two gigabits per second. Uh, and this is again at the Telstra headquarters in the Sydney CBD. So uh, that's pretty impressive. That's nineteen times faster than the NBN. Now, you're not going to get that kind of speed everywhere. Naturally, the 5G network is still growing, and it is already available in 10 cities around Australia, with a view to increase that by another 25 cities uh, in the coming months and within the next 12 months. So not only major cities, but also major regional centres as well, all around Australia. The the uh, Reno 5G is available for pre-order right now as well. And uh, you can, when you pre-order it, you can also receive a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort 35 headphones, which is a pretty good deal. So the Reno 5G, it's going to be under 1500 too. It's $1,499. Available to pre-order now through Telstra and JB Hi-Fi. If you pre-order, you'll also include, uh, you'll receive a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort 35 headphones valued at 500 bucks. That's pretty cool. If you order after June 11, when it goes on sale officially, you'll receive the Bose SoundSport free wireless earphones valued at 300 bucks. So it pays to get in early. There is also a 4G version of this device as well, the Reno. Uh, it's got 10 times zoom. Uh, that's 4G, goes on sale as well through June, through Telstra, JB Hi-Fi, The Good Guys, Officeworks, Mobile City, Woolworths Mobile, Wireless One and Telechoice. Uh, that's on June 11 as well. And if you if you buy those, you can also receive a pair of Bose SoundSport free wireless earphones valued at 300 bucks. The device, uh, there are a couple other features actually I should tell you about. There is uh, the, the, the camera system, of course, is uh, is equal to Oppo's best cameras they've, they've produced. They've, they've been known to come up with some really good camera systems. There are no protrusions on the back either. It's got the lenses are contained under the curved 3D glass, which is really nice. There's nothing, no bump on the back. The uh, the front, the pivot camera, that's a 16 megapixel camera. The rear cameras are 48 megapixel, 13 megapixel, and 8 megapixel, and they all combine to provide focal lengths between 16 millimeters and 160 millimeters, and, and including that 10 times hybrid zoom as well. 
dual optical image stabilization so you get nice and sharp photos there's also the ultra night mode so you get noise reduction and that uses multi multi frame hdr to help produce those really snappy images even in very low light you can also shoot 4k video at 60 frames per second there's the uh, fingerprint reader within the screen it's the hidden fingerprint unlock uh, and and oppo says they've improved the unlock speed by 28 percent so that's that's pretty quick on board is a 4065 milliamp hour battery and also includes the new vuk 3.0 fast charging that's v-o-o-c i pronounce it vuk i don't know how you pronounce that but overall, this is a very impressive phone. I had it in my hand the other day. Uh, really nice. That beautiful big screen without a notch. Really nice. That that pivot camera, it does come up pretty fast, actually. It also has fall detection. So if the camera is deployed and it detects a sudden drop, it will automatically put that camera back so that you're not breaking you're not breaking it. So it'll it'll retract immediately back into the body even before your phone hits the ground. Hopefully it won't come to that. But Reno 5G and there's a 4G version as well, but it's all about the 5G. If you're on Telstra network and soon to be to be available on the other telcos as well. Definitely worth a look. If you want to check that story out, you can read you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Now, before we were talking about Telstra, now we're talking about Tesla. It's a really easy thing. It's really easy to, to slip the tongue on those two brands. Telstra, before, now we're talking about Tesla. We're talking about the electric car company, and they've opened official orders for the Model 3 in Australia. So those people who have uh, had reservations for, for more than three years can now configure their car. So they can head online to tesla.com and they can log in and they can now choose between the standard range, the performance version of the vehicle. They can also choose the performance options, which include bigger wheels, uh, all these other extras. And they, they've also named the price as well. The, the cheapest Model 3 with the standard, so this is all standard features, so the cheapest version, you the drive-away price will be $72,120, which is, this is the cheapest Tesla you can buy, the Model S and Model X over 100000 well over $100,000, but the cheapest standard is 72120 The cheapest performance model without any of the other options, is $95,769. Now, you have to understand the Model 3 is a smaller and more affordable version of the Tesla. It's an electric vehicle as well, like the Model S and the Model X. So, uh, And this has been eagerly awaited in Australia. There's been thousands of people who put down their money more than three years ago to reserve the, one of these models. So Tesla will take that into account. If you've had a reservation, you'll be priority. Uh, and also, depending on which, which capital city you live in, that will also decide when you get your car as well. But at, at the way that we're going now, if you were to order a car today, 
you would expect delivery in August, which is actually not too bad. If you were to order a Model S today, it would probably take three to four months as well. So they've started right-hand drive production. So we are going to get the Model 3 in Australia, it looks like, by August. So exciting news for those who uh, have been eagerly awaiting this, this vehicle. Now, the interior of the car is pretty spartan. There's not much in there. There's this massive screen right in the middle of the dashboard. So in front of the steering wheel, there's actually no speedometer. There's nothing. So it gives you a nice, clear view of the road ahead. The only screen, the only kind of information you can find is on that that horizontal screen. On the, on the Model S, the screen is in portrait mode, so it's long ways. But in the Model 3, it's landscape. So you get the same size screen, I think, but it's turned on. On its side instead of running uh, long ways uh, in, in the car and it's sort of up on the dashboard so almost at eye level so you can easily see your speed you can look at your navigation and all of those things uh, it is very impressive they did have a day uh, in in Sydney uh, late last year I think it was when, when we they had the model threes around all the Tesla retail stores and gave customers or reservation holders had first priority to to see them so it gave them a chance to actually look at the car in person and see what they've actually put their money down for and from what I understand there weren't many reservation holders who cancelled their reservation in fact a lot of people that I was talking to said they were very happy that they had this car on reserve and were looking forward to when they can actually get inside and get it on the road well now that wait is over it's going to be available by August so you can get in now and choose your colours there's five colours to choose from uh, the colours are solid black uh, which is comes with the car. That's kind of a standard colour. Midnight silver is an extra fourteen hundred. As is deep blue metallic. If you want to go to the uh, the pearl white multi coat, that's an extra two thousand one hundred dollars. As is the red multi coat, that's uh, two thousand one hundred dollars as well. There's also uh, only one choice for the eighteen inch aero wheels. The only way to get twenty inch wheels is to tick the performance upgrade. The performance upgrade package is an additional six thousand two hundred dollars, and you'll get those twenty inch performance wheels, performance brakes, carbon fiber spoiler, lowered suspension, aluminium alloy pedal and a top speed that from 233 kilometres an hour to 261 kilometres an hour. There's also a range difference. The standard model that has a 460 kilometre range with acceleration 0 to 100 at 5.6 seconds. Performance Model 3 has an extended range that's 560 kilometres and it'll take just 3.4 seconds to go 0 to 100. That is super quick. Uh, the it also allows you to have uh, supercharging uh, in Australia, and it comes with a CCS Combo Two charge port. So uh, it's got dual charging cables, so it supports both the CCS Combo Two and Type Two charging standards, which will be installed across all the superchargers across the country. So if you rock up in your Model Three, you'll still be able to charge your car in the existing Tesla superchargers. And like all the other Teslas, the Model Three will receive its over-the-air software updates. Uh, and introduce a whole new lot of features and functionality over the life of the car. I found that I'm a Model S owner. I've found I've had it for a year actually now. My car. I've found that from the day I bought it to now, there's been several new features added to the car. So the car's getting better with age. It's hard to say that about many other vehicles. Uh, there's also on board a 12-way power adjustable front and rear heated seats. 
LED fog lamps, four USB ports, and docking for two smartphones as well. Uh, and all Model 3s come with auto-dimming power folding, power folding, heated side mirrors, Bluetooth, of course, and you can customise various driver profiles. Very exciting times. The Model 3 is available to order. If anyone needs a, a, if anyone's thinking of buying, by the way, you can use my referral code, which is on the story on Tech Guide, and for that you'll receive one thousand five hundred kilometres worth of supercharging for free. So you'll find my referral code at the bottom of our story at Tech Guide. Feel free to use it. I'd love to help you out there to get some free kilometres worth of supercharging, fifteen hundred worth, as a matter of fact. If you want to read that complete story, you can check that out at TechGuide.com. Now we are talking about JCAR Electronics. Uh, I do love this store. I often go in there and buy various cables and switches and, and connect things in my house. And this is a great place to go to do that. Uh, they've, they've been a, a technical retailer for quite some time. But they are reinventing themselves and they have opened a concept store in Sydney. Uh, and it will it will introduce a whole new retail experience for customers and it encourages them to consider what's possible with technology. Now with, with wireless networks and smart devices, security cameras, there's so many things we can do in our house, connect things, monitor things, security cameras, you name it. There's so much you can do and this store is designed to give you that sense. So what they're trying to do, uh, they're trying to do for technology what Bunnings did for hardware. You know when you walk into a Bunnings, you think, oh, wow, I could use one of those and I could do that and do this. Well, that's the kind of feeling JCAR wants to wants to give customers when they walk in the door. They'll see everything from cable connectors to computing accessories, cables, you name it. They'll think, wow, there's so many things to do. There's more than 7,000 active product lines. So if you do want to learn more, there's going to be workshops and challenges and events. There's going to be a new dedicated space now called the Maker Hub where you can take part in those workshops and, and interact with other people in the store, the community, uh, and create all these different things. Uh, you can learn a lot as well, so you can get hands-on experience with a lot of the products that are available in the store as well. You can even use the store's 3D printer if you're creating various things, and so you can get, get used to that. There's also, uh, you can work with Raspberry Pi microcontrollers and Arduino controllers, so they're these little smart little mini computers you can create product smart devices with as well uh, and there's a lot of in-store tech experts that are there to help and give you some ideas and maybe you might walk in saying look I'd like to my house to be able to do this and then they'll say okay well you need to do this you need to grab that and connect this so it's really good uh, good atmosphere in the store to give you that information and that encouragement uh, those sort of interactive demonstrations and workshops to help teach people what's possible so uh, customers can book their place there's an email address that we've got on our story on tech guide for any of the of any of those workshops they're having a tech fest which runs from june 14 to june 16 now the store is located in broadway in sydney across the road from the university of technology in the central park mall it's a big store it's 420 square meter store so they're not mucking around jcar they're giving customers a great space to th- consider what's possible in fact they're new catch cry is think 
possible. That's what they want you to do. Uh, and if you want to head down to that store, you can check it out. Uh, it, it is a, a, a nice a nice change, a, a nice upgrade to their existing stores. There's so many products you can find at JCar. This is a great new concept to for you to see all of those product lines and what's possible with them. I think it's going to be very, very uh, popular, and uh, I think it's going to be a massive success, and I think you should head down there and check it out, if you live in Sydney, of course. They'll no doubt be spreading to other parts of the country as well. JCar is an Australia-wide company, so hopefully you'll see that in your capital city if you don't live in Sydney very soon. If you want to check out that story, you can do that at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand, and they're the company behind Orbi, the award-winning system that makes your Wi-Fi faster and takes your Wi-Fi even further. In fact, they've got the Orbi Home Wi-Fi Challenge. Netgear uh, saying to any customer, if you buy the Orbi Wi-Fi kit and don't have better Wi-Fi, they'll give you your money back. And have a guess how many customers have asked for a refund. Zero. That's because Orbi creates this amazing network. No matter what size your home, it'll give you additional coverage inside and out. And in today's modern household, you need that coverage. Orbi's tri-band Wi-Fi system lets you stream your favorite movies in 4K and play online games by providing this ultra-fast Wi-Fi no matter how many devices are connected. Orbi plugs into your existing modem and is really easy to set up with just a couple of clicks. And not only does it work great, it looks great too and blends into your home's decor. Orbi's the easiest, fastest, and most expansive and advanced mesh Wi-Fi network available today. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Our review this week, first up, we're going to be talking about the Bose frames. Now, the Bose name is familiar. They're an audio brand. They create headphones and earphones and great audio products. Well, the Bose frames are actually sunglasses. They have released a pair of sunglasses, but not any old sunglasses. These sunglasses also include earphones. They've got built-in earphones in the arms of the glasses, so nothing needs to go in your ear. There's a tiny speaker built into each arm of the sunglasses, which fires the audio down towards your ears so you can hear it. So there's nothing in your ears. You just got to put on a pair of sunglasses and you've got some pretty decent audio quality. Bose, of course, are a very well-known audio company and they've got these small, what they call wafer-thin acoustic packages located in the arms. That's uh, each side. They're slightly larger than regular arms. That's where the audio is located, the, the technology is located, and it beams into your ear and the audio quality, I've got to say, is surprisingly good. You're not let down there. It's really easy to hear it. The uh, the the it's an open it's an open system. So there's nothing in your ears. So it's like an open audio solution. My only complaint, and this is minor, it's only when you're in pretty noisy areas, like if I'm walking maybe down a main road and that maybe a bus or a truck or something comes past, it kind of tends to drown out the sound a little bit. I was walking through a shopping center with them on as well, listening to my some music, and 
it was, even at full volume, it, it was hard to hear it as well as you would if you were in a quieter environment. So that's something to consider. Uh, you know, the upside of having this is there's nothing you can, you have to stick in your ear. What I don't like about having in-ear earphones uh, is that you, you stick them in your ear and it, co- it, it sort of blocks out the outside noise and you hear your footsteps through your head and if you're eating and doing stuff, everything, you can hear it all through your skull. With this, you don't get that problem, but the downside of this, this open system is that you do you can't have those higher volumes and the, the sound can be drowned out if you're in a loud environment. The other thing Bose has said about these is that it's a personal solution, which means they're saying that no one else will be able to hear your audio. Well, well we found that that's not quite the case. If, if someone was standing next to me or sitting next to me on public transport, they'll be able to hear the music. Not as loud as someone listening to heavy metal through some earphones on full volume, but it is there. You, you can hear something. Now, this could also make and receive phone calls. Really good. It's, it's great quality. The people that I was talking to on the phone through the sunglasses had no idea I was talking through sunglasses. Uh, and when they heard that, they, they were quite surprised. Uh, I could hear them very well also. But it is, again, another issue if you're sitting next to someone. They'll be able to hear both sides of the conversation if they're sitting right next to you on a bus or a train. The, the, the noise... It's faint, but it's there. You, you don't want to have something, some sensitive conversations when there's something, someone sitting next to you and it's possible to hear uh, what you're saying. The other issue with, with making calls on the Bose frames is that there's nothing in your ear. I remember walking down, uh, I was on a walk, had, had the phone in my back pocket, was on a phone call. And uh, I was talking on the phone. I, I was quite animated. We waved my arms around, talking my side of the conversation, phone in my back pocket. And I got a couple of strange looks from people passing by because they thought I was talking to myself. Normally, when you see someone with a pair of earphones on or AirPods, people get get it that you might be on the phone. They understand that you've got these things in your ear, then that's the possibility. But with nothing in your ear and just wearing a pair of sunglasses, I did get a lot of strange looks, I have to say. So if that's something that doesn't worry you, good for you. The other thing too is if you want to wear them, if you want to hear your music or podcast or audio book, uh, if you're walking around, that's great. If you're outside, it's great. But if you want to hear it inside, you're going to be wearing sunglasses inside. I did that when I was in a shopping mall. People thought I was too cool for school wearing my sunnies inside. Same deal as if you're on a train coming home in the evening or on a bus and you still want to hear your stuff and you've got to put on your glasses though. It might be dark and you're, you're wearing your sunglasses so that you can actually hear your content. If that doesn't worry you, who cares? Then uh, go for it. Uh, in terms of audio quality, I'll say a little bit more about that. It is great quality as I mentioned. It's a little bit thin on the base, though. The base, because if you cup your, your hands over your ears, then, then the sound really gets louder. A lot of audio like volume escapes because of the open design. If you're in a quiet area, that's fine. But what you don't, you, what you don't get is really deep bass. It's pretty thin on the bass side. So if you're a bass fan and you love it that hearing the bass in your music, you might be a little disappointed with the Bose frames. But... Not a deal breaker for us. I think it's uh, it still offers pretty good audio quality. It's all controlled as well. There's one little button on the right-hand arm. On the right arm is a tiny button that turns it on, pairs, navigates your music, answers your calls, 
and very handy, but located in a really odd spot. That, that button is actually where I pick up the glasses sometimes. So when I've had it on, I've picked it up or taken it off my head and accidentally turned it off or paused my music by mistake as well. Uh, they could have maybe put that a little bit further back on the arm so that you're not accidentally touching it when you take off your glasses. It, it is right near that front, front of the frame there where you would actually grab your glasses to take them off. So uh, again, uh, not a deal breaker, but the, they could have maybe put that button a little bit further back on the arm. Now, the Bose frames are available in two styles. There's the Alto, which is what I'm wearing on in my review. They're the sort of the squarer, larger frames. Uh, and there's also a, the, the Rondo frames, which are smaller and rounder, so more circular lenses as well. They're going to be priced... Two hundred and ninety nine ninety five, which when you think about it, if you if you're after a decent pair of sunglasses and these are good sunglasses, you're probably going to pay three hundred bucks anyway. So with this for that price, you're getting not only good sunnies, but you're also getting a pair of decent earphones as well. So a, a nice two in one solution right there. If you want to read our complete review of the Bose frames, you know where to go: techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Alrighty, next up we're talking smart speakers and anyone who owns a Google smart speaker, they might have the Google Home or the Google Home Mini, they'll, they'll tell you how handy they are and how much they love them, but they're restricted on where you can use them because they have to be plugged into the wall. Uh, well, now uh, the company 97 has come up with a really smart solution. They've come up with two products, the Loft and the Jot, which are battery rechargeable battery bases. So you can place the speakers in these bases and use them wherever you want in your home. You can even move them room to room. So uh, if you wanted to hear something in the kitchen, you might be following a recipe, or you wanted to maybe be able to control your lights in another room, you can actually pick them up and move them along. The, the, no need to be restricted to finding a PowerPoint anywhere there. Maybe on the bench space, there's no there's no f- uh, free PowerPoint, or maybe uh, in the bedroom on the bedside table, there's no room, or wherever, whatever room you happen to be working in, uh, you, you rather than you having to find a PowerPoint, you can turn with the jolt, uh, with the loft and the jot, you can turn them these Google speakers into cordless devices. So you won't interrupt whatever you're doing, move from room to room, and you can still listen to your music or whatever you need to do. It is now, uh, it is cord free. So that means you can now take your Google Home speaker into the backyard, into the garden. It really frees up that great service you get, the great convenience you get with Google Home. Uh, I mentioned if you want to move it at meal times, you can move it into the kitchen if you want to prepare dinner or if you want to set a timer. Uh, rather than plugging into another PowerPoint, you do it really easily. Now, Loft is the device that works with Google Home. It locks into place and can be recharged with the same charger that came with the speaker. So you can keep that connected, charge up the base, pop on the Google Home speaker. It fits into the into the loft, and that will then give you up to eight hours of battery life. And there's a little LED indicator as well on the side, so you can see how much battery is remaining. It gives you an idea of how much battery life you have left. Now, Jot is the smaller base that works with Google Home Mini. 
and it too frees the device to use in any room of the house so you continue to control your smart devices, turn lights on, on and off and stuff like that, access your music with voice commands, uh, it, it just easier access to your music anywhere. So rather than you having to open your phone, look for the app, go find what you want to look for, this now means it, it frees, frees you from having to even touch your smartphone anywhere in your house. Now, Loft for Google Home uh, is available now in three colours, carbon, snow and copper. It's priced at $69.95. Jot for Google Home is available in carbon and silver and is priced at $59.95. They're available from JB Hi-Fi, Kogan, Dick Smith, David Jones and Amazon.com.au. So if you own a Google Home Mini or a Google Home speaker, these smart speakers, you can suddenly make them cord-free with the Loft for Google Home and the Jot for Google Home Mini. If you want to read more about that and see what they look like, check it out, techguide.com.au. Now, our next story is about the iPod Touch Yes, Apple still makes iPods. Their iPod Touch line has actually been pretty successful. It's a, a popular brand among customers because it's a device that gives you most of the benefits of having an iPhone, but without the phone and also without the bill. If you don't have a phone in there, you're not getting a monthly bill. So you're getting all the benefits of the iOS uh, platform, uh, all the apps and all the games and even AR as well now, you, Apple Music, all of that convenience, but without having a SIM card on board uh, and without having that monthly bill, which is uh, is pretty nice. I think this is the sort of device that, that parents would give to their child that may be too young to own a phone. All they want it for is to connect to the internet, to use apps, play games, all of those things with the latest iPod Touch, they can do that, and it's it's the most powerful iPod Touch Apple has ever created, uh, improved performance for gaming, and now, for the first time, you can actually enjoy augmented reality experiences on the device as well. That's why uh, it's it's so popular, uh, so powerful, you can do that. It's powered by Apple's own A10 Fusion chip, three times faster graphics, so the games are nice and smooth, and video looks great on it as well. It's running the latest iOS Opera system so you can benefit from all the great new features including things like group FaceTime so maybe so say for example you may have a child you've given an iPod touch uh, maybe a couple of your kids have an iPod touch and your wife has an iPhone uh, you can or your husband has an iPhone you can you can uh, get, call all of them in a group group FaceTime chat and all the family members are all in on the chat for using their own devices that, that's one of the new features of iOS 12 so really handy to do that uh, there is also a new battery I'm sorry new storage Storage capacities as well. For the first time, there's a 256 gigabyte version. The two for 299, you get the 32 gig. 449 is the 128 gig, and for 599, you get the 256 gig version. But at those prices, the, especially like the, the the entry level one, 299, that's the cheapest iOS device you can buy. But 449 for 128 gig, you can buy a, an iPad for for 
$5 more. And for $5.99 as well, 256 gig, you can get a pretty decent iPad with decent memory for that kind of price as well. But it doesn't obviously have the same portability as as the iPod Touch. Not, not everyone would want maybe an iPad, a tablet device. The iPod Touch uh, is handy, easy to, easy to carry around than an iPad. Uh, but the iPod Touch, still popular enough for Apple to continue to produce them. It's got a four-inch display, a front 1.2-megapixel camera, and a rear 8-megapixel camera with autofocus and a five-element lens. It's just 6.1 millimeters thick, very thin, because there's no phone radios in it, of course. Only weighs 88 grams. Also comes with Apple's earpods that connect to the 3.5-mil headphone jack. Yes, there's a headphone jack still on it. And, of course, you can listen to your music on here, play your games. And uh, Apple Music alone has more than 50 million songs you can access, including lots of playlists as well. So, again, as I said, an iPhone without the phone part of it, the iPod Touch available now starting at $299. If you want to check that out, you can have a look at that at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can protect you and your family online. We live in a world where hackers are constantly finding new and interesting ways to steal your personal information. And because we spend so much time online, it's quite possible we could find ourselves in a cyber criminal sites. The Norton team is dedicated to keeping people safe online no matter how they connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet or banking on your laptop, Don't take any risks. Norton Security Premium is working hard behind the scenes to help keep your information, your identity, and your devices protected. For more information on how to protect your digital life, visit au.norton.com. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Couple of quick questions on the Tech God help desk. We had a question from a reader and a listener who was asking about uh, traveling to Greece, and they said they've got there's going to be four people traveling together. He was asking about uh, the what SIM cards to buy, and I suggested, look, I don't know the Greek uh, the Greek telcos off by heart, but you need to look for a, a telco that has 4G connectivity, plenty of data, prepaid SIM, all of those sorts of things. And he said he was taking a pocket Wi-Fi uh, device with him. So uh, he that, that meant he was going to put the SIM in the Wi-Fi and then everyone can have a wireless uh, off that hotspot. Uh, I suggested you probably don't even need that. You can have one person say you that person has one, the SIM card in his phone or her phone and then everyone can hotspot to the phone. So you can turn a phone into a hotspot uh, as well. So you don't really need the pocket Wi-Fi device. Handy if you've got it, but uh, it would work just as well if someone was just hotspotting. So, for example, if, if a father or a mother had had their SIM card in their device and they had their two or three kids who wanted to, to connect to the internet, they simply link to the, the, the parent would turn on the hotspot on the device and then the ch- kids would tap into that network that's created uh, as a result. So rather than having a dedicated mobile hotspot, you can do it through the phone anyway. Uh, that was an easy question. Uh, the other question I had was uh, a, a reader was asking about connecting the, uh, making a better Wi-Fi network in their home. Now, his situation was he had a modem in the front room. He's had a, an Ethernet cable connected from the modem uh, all the way to the television, which is in the middle of the house. 
And his question was, can I add a modem at that point to improve the Wi-Fi in that part of the house? The answer is absolutely yes. So rather than just having the cord connected, the Ethernet cable connecting to the TV at that point, connect it to the modem, uh, that'll create a Wi-Fi network from there, which is in the middle of the house. And then the cable from the modem, you can connect the cable then to the TV directly using one of the ports on the back of the modem to still have that connectivity as well. So you can do that. You can have your, this, that'll create a secondary Wi-Fi network in your home. If you want to keep the same Wi-Fi network, what I'd suggest is maybe getting an Orbi uh, from our sponsors, Netgear. You connect one of the satellites to the modem in the front of the house, connect the second satellite to the Ethernet cable in the middle of the house, and that way you're getting, that, that's taking your one wireless network and expanding it across the home rather than having two separate networks. So a couple of solutions there. Uh, the cheaper would be just to have the one modem. The, the Orbi might be slightly more expensive seeing that there's two devices, a home, the one satellite and the second satellite, but that's a solution. Either way, you're going to end up with terrific Wi-Fi connection. So, uh, yeah, we hope that's going to solve all your problems. And that's the end of our show this week. Everything we've talked about on the show, you can find at techguide.com.au. If you want to ask us a question, uh, hit us up on Tech Guide. Press that record button. You can record your voice using our Voice Byte app. Uh, the recorder will pop up on the Tech Guide page, and you can record your question. I will play your voice on the Tech Guide podcast and then answer it live on the show. If you want to send us an email, we accept those as well. Info at techguide.com.au. We want to give you a special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thanks for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, which takes place uh, next week. So uh, you're going to hear all about the new software updates for iOS, for the Mac, so all iPhone, iPad, Mac, Watch, everything's going to be updated, Apple TV, and hopefully there may even be some new Apple products announced at the Worldwide Developers Conference in San Jose. Uh, until then, we look forward to you joining us again then. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.